Welcome back. Thank you again for joining me on today's episode of the Okakun podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and it is such a pleasure to serve you on here. Today, we're going to talk about hustle culture mentality, why it's toxic, where it comes from, how to kind of recognize it as well. And then I'm going to give you three tips in order to recover from that mindset, as well as how to slow down and really take time to assess what success means to you. And it comes from, actually, there's a quote that really kind of got this started is the quote by Tony Robbins, which says that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And that really resonated so hard because I feel like a lot of times hustle culture is ingrained in us in order to go, go, go and achieve a certain level of success. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it is in alignment for what we truly want. And as you know, if you did listen to the first episode, that is kind of where this journey started for me as well. So that's why it's very important to talk about hustle culture and talk about burnout in a way that is just more open and so that more people can feel like they can share about their own journeys and not have this stigma around it. So that's why I feel like it's super important. And um, with that being said, all right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Okakun Podcast. Created to empower your journey to your highest self. Being here, you'll learn how to slow down, discover yourself on deeper levels, and create a dreamy, expansive life that is completely built on your own terms. Join me, your host, Laura Abate, a heart-centered entrepreneur. And I am so passionate about helping you recover from the hustle culture mindset and instead take care of yourself holistically. So here we'll talk about all things relating to women's wellness, personal growth, modern spirituality, and feminine leadership. Tune in here weekly for actionable advice and inspiring conversations from fellow female leaders who live in their purpose to show you what's possible. Now get ready to feel expanded and stand unapologetically in your own power. So we're going to get started with a little definition of what is hustle culture, because I feel like it can be obvious to some for those who have really broken free from that mentality. But I also feel that there's a lot of people who don't necessarily realize that they're so caught up in the hamster wheel. And so I just want to see like give a definition of the way that I see it so that maybe you can um, recognize if this is something that you are also going through. So hustle culture really looks like being on 24-7, 365, like not really having clear boundaries with your phone, having everyone have access to you at all times, like replying to emails and DMs, 
at any hours of the day, even after you've technically kind of clocked off, even if that means you're working for yourself, I think that it's really important to have boundaries in terms of what times that you're working, what times you are energetically available to people. And uh, we're going to take a look at that a little bit at the end of the episode in terms of how you can really create these clear boundaries. But um, that's really how I see hustle culture is this attitude of like, I'll sleep when I'm dead, you know, or this attitude of being so, so busy, so overbooked, like, and using it as kind of a social status as like an excuse to not really show up for people or be there for the little moments that are actually the most important moments. Um, for example, you know, just being so important and putting so much importance into what you're doing for work or that you have this social status because you have the big salary or the big title or the big yacht, whatever it looks like, right? And I'm laughing. It's it's funny. It's actually quite sad, but I know quite a few successful people by society standards and oftentimes these people are so busy that they don't even have time to enjoy their own money and this is actually really 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 sad and I see so many people working towards this sort of lifestyle and not necessarily allowing themselves any balance along the way or any rest and they're just going to do whatever it takes in order to get to that status symbol of quote-unquote success and I feel like this is what's really leading to burnout cycles and chronic disease in the body we're seeing so many more people that are um, having mental health issues gut issues because of course the gut and the brain are related intrinsically Uh, we're seeing so much more insomnia trouble sleeping inflammation and pain in the body And as well as a lot of these undiagnosed symptoms that a lot of times are just brushed under the rug as, well, you know, this is just how it is when you get older. But what if that isn't actually what life is supposed to be about and you can enjoy your life throughout the process and not only once you reach these status symbols? So why is it that we hustle? I feel like it has been so ingrained in us from such a young age. Um, And we've been taught that there's this kind of race, that there are certain milestones that we must accomplish before a certain age. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're most likely a millennial, most likely late 20s, early 30s. And so a lot of times we're taught that we need to have by a certain age, like by, by 30, we need to have a house, we need to have kids, we need to be married, uh, we need to have, you know, six-figure salary, and at the same time balance like all of these things that are um, not necessarily even possible, especially in this day and age with the crazy amount of inflation and just how everything has turned out in 2022 with um, the markets and just a lot of people losing work and the housing market just going crazy. It's basically a a success symbol that is just not even achievable anymore, right? And so we just still feel like we're so behind. Like we, we just have to keep keeping up, you know, just keep up with the Joneses. And a lot of times that makes us feel like we're not doing enough. And so a lot of times we're not taking time off 
we're feeling like we can't be safe being who we are. We don't trust that we're going to make it, that we have what it takes to be that successful version of ourselves. So we can't even take the weekend off because we have to get to our goals faster. How many times have you told yourself that you're going to rest once you finish your to-do list, right? Hands up. I'm sure that is something you've told yourself before. And the reality is that is such a lie. There's always something that's going to come if we don't prioritize ourselves first. And I just want to really emphasize on the fact of what's the hurry? Why do you feel like it all has to happen overnight? Why do you think that you want to be there, right? If we're constantly trying to get there, trying to aim for that goal, then we never end up enjoying the here and the now, right? And a lot of times, actually, many overnight successes will take 10 years of work. You just don't see a lot of that work a lot of the time. And then we say, oh my gosh, yeah, they became viral like overnight or they got so popular and their business exploded. But in reality, they put so much work and effort into that. And it's finally the universe and helping them and paying it off because they have tried so many things and are finally in alignment and are able to reap the benefits of their work. And so imagine though that you got to your goals when the day finally happens that you got there. And then when you look back and you wish you had spent more time with your loved ones, wouldn't that be so crazy? If along the journey, you didn't actually take time for yourself to take weekends with your family, to um, call your grandmother, and you got to this place of success, wouldn't you feel so frustrated and dissatisfied if the process to get you there was like, you look back and you're just like, holy shit, where did the last 10 years go? I'm so damn tired right? Our efforts are always going to be rewarded if we're working in alignment with who we are. And you have to really trust that the universe is always conspiring for your greatest good and realigning you in divine timing. Okay. Even in those days when it feels so hard, even when in those days feel like they're never going to end, when you have more bad days than good days, You have to understand that rejection is just redirection and that you're going to get to your goals. It is all a part of the journey. It may not look like what you had expected down the line, but it will be even better because you have to trust that it is all going to work out for you. And a lot of times we are hustling and we are working so damn hard because we don't trust because we can't surrender, because we don't enjoy the present moment. We're working so hard to be in the next version of ourselves, in the next level of our business, or the next, you know, the next bigger house, the better car, the longer trips that we don't even take the time to appreciate and feel grateful for where we are. But that is where life happens is in the now. So that is why I'm really passionate about helping you to let go of those feelings that you think that you're not good enough or that you're not doing enough and really think about all the small moments in the joys in your life 
that make your life good today. And one way that I really like to have a bird's eye view perspective of life, especially when you're going through harder days or you're at a fork in the road or you're thinking of making a decision in your life that could really change the reality of it down the line, is I like to think of myself when I'm going to be 80 years old. So kind of picture yourself right now at 80 years old and you're going to look back on your life. What are the moments that you're going to want to remember, right? What is you going to look back on your life and realize like, wow, I had an amazing life. Is it going to be the 80 hour work weeks or is it going to be the days that you spent sipping rosé with your besties, right? I think that a lot of the times we don't give ourselves enough time to enjoy those little moments. So that's not to say, I don't mean to say that working hard is bad. And I'm not saying that everything is just going to manifest into your life without putting a single ounce of action. I just believe that it's important to start challenging the status quo. I want to empower you to start asking yourself why it is that you're working so hard to achieve this external level of success and validation. And I'm just saying that there needs to be more balance. And that is what a lot of us has, have lost in the midst of this hustle culture rat race that we are all trying to get to the finish line quicker. All right. So now that we've defined what hustle culture is, why we work so hard to keep it alive, um, I really want to give you some tips now in order to release that mentality, how to kind of break free from it and decondition all of that and to empower you now to slow down. And I'm not going to say to sit down and meditate. I feel like every time I listen to a YouTube video or podcast that tells me to sit down and meditate and just like sit still and not have any thoughts enter my mind, it kind of drives me crazy because this is so tough to do, especially when you're starting out because we're not really programmed to just sit tight, right? There's some, we feel like we can't do it. We feel like, oh my God, I'm not being productive. We feel like... I can't, I can't even do it. And then you just kind of spiral and feel bad about yourself that you don't know how to meditate. It's just really something that is very difficult to do, especially if you're just starting out in your burnout recovery journey. So I'm not even going to mention this one just yet. Although if you are of course accustomed to meditation, then by all means, that is wonderful. And please do that. However, I don't want to add this as a tip in here just because I feel like it's not all that easy. It's like easier said than done. So I'm going to give you some even better tips now. So tip number one on how to slow down and release the hustle culture mentality would be to take some time to write down what success means for you. What does it feel like for you? And maybe you're not meant to influence millions of people in this lifetime and that's okay, right? Maybe for you, an amazing life is to raise a family. Maybe it is to run a multi-million dollar business. Or maybe it's just to have the time and freedom to travel and you work part-time as a barista and hey, that is what makes you feel amazing because you're able to have the freedom lifestyle and travel and make connections with new people in different countries. 
and maybe it's just to work um, part-time and be, uh, or even not at all, and just be a stay-at-home wife. There is no one that is better than the other, um, but it's really important, I think, to write this down because we need to know that you did your best today, right? At the end of the day, how are you going to feel satisfied? Because the thing is that success really is in the little moments. If we keep waiting for the big days to define our life, if we keep waiting for the big celebrations and the holidays and for weddings or, you know, our our wedding day, for example, if we keep waiting for just the vacation in order to feel happy or just the weekend in order to finally relax, then we're going to be deeply unhappy, like 90% of our lives, right? If we're not taking the time to enjoy little things throughout the day. So maybe you want to write down also things that bring you joy and do those things throughout your day. So that at the end of the day, when you're going to bed, know that you did your best for that day. So maybe it's eating healthy. Maybe you checked in on your friends. Maybe it's just you got the dishes done and you got to shower. Maybe you got to take a nap or you moved your body. You played with your dog. You called your grandmother to wish her a good day. You had a really good conversation with a stranger. You gave someone a compliment. You got a sale on something that you've been eyeing on to treat yourself, right? Any of these things are great options. These are the little things that are going to make you smile, bring more joy. All right, so tip number two is to allow more time in your schedule for play and to find a hobby that you do outside of your work that you really enjoy. Because a lot of times, if you're lucky enough to have your passion and your work collide, it can be really hard to shut off, of course. But by finding something else that you're passionate about outside of your work, and it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, what's my passion? Don't put so much pressure on yourself here, right? It doesn't have to be something that is going to make you money. It doesn't have to be something that is going to turn into a side hustle. I feel like society puts like, I feel like everybody I know now is turning their hobby into a side hustle in order to make money. And that can sometimes like take the joy and the fun out of it. So I don't want you to put so much pressure on yourself. Like if you enjoy making jewelry, then do it just for fun. You don't have to start an Instagram page and start selling your products, start a Shopify, Etsy store, whatever. You can literally just do it for fun. You don't have to sell it. You don't need to make a profit. You can just, you know, do some puzzles or do a painting by numbers. You can have a DIY candle kit. Hell, you can even make bread. It doesn't really matter. Um, think about maybe if you have, if you're lacking any ideas, think about maybe whatever it is that you did in those first two weeks of quarantine, right? Remember when quarantine was still kind of enjoyable because a lot of people were like, oh, yay, I have like two weeks off of work and forced time to cocoon, and everyone was kind of like, scared and anxious, but also they're like, oh, great. Finally, I needed a break. 
Well, come back to something like that. Just anything that you can do for fun. Um, maybe even think back to what you did as a child. Maybe you liked to play dress up or just put on music and have a dance party. Like it doesn't really matter, but allow yourself time in your schedule for play. And maybe that only looks like 20 minutes some days. And some days that can look like a whole afternoon, but really allow yourself time to schedule in time for yourself. And that leads me to my third point here is to make time for self-care in advance. So in other words, create boundaries, right? Treat yourself as your best friend or your best client and put it in your calendar. Put yourself an alarm, put yourself a reminder, whatever it's going to take for you to actually take the time for yourself, right? And like, think of it this way. If you're your best client, you wouldn't cancel on an important meeting last minute. So you should really prioritize yourself as much as you would prioritize that client or that friend. You know, sometimes we give so much more to others. We give, we give, we give, and we don't even have any energy for ourselves left. But I'm kind of here to make you flip that script, put yourself as a priority and so that you have time to really fill up your cup and so that you can go throughout your day feeling more energized, more creative and have a lot more energy to take on any stresses or pressures that you will encounter throughout the day. So one way you can do that is to fill your calendar up to about only 80% capacity. We always think that we can get so much done in a day, but in reality, it'll always overflow, okay? So either you have, let's say, your Fridays, you have nothing booked, for example, and your Fridays are just days that you can work whatever you didn't get to catch, you didn't get to do or finish, you get to catch up during the week so that you're not showing up on Monday feeling like you're so behind, you can really take the time to allow for more flexibility. And a lot of times we have, you know, last minute flyers to put out. We have last minute deadlines, um, impromptu calls, whatever it may happen. Or sometimes it's just like a really sunny day and you're like, actually, I'm going to go for a walk in my afternoon instead of working on this. And I'm going to allow for more flexibility and flow. Um, so that allows you to make self-care a daily habit instead of only something that you do once you get all of your work done. Don't you, do you see how that makes a like life a lot more fun <laughs> when you have empty space, you have time to really relax in that day instead of being booked at full capacity. And you're like always showing up late to things and you're like always making excuses and you're like stressed and running and go, go, go throughout your day. And you're like, Oh, like I totally forgot to pee all day, or I didn't even have time to eat a healthy snack. Like we need to really stop thinking that our schedules need to be jam packed and working 12 hour days is like a good thing. Like it really, really isn't. Our bodies are not meant to be going, going, going all day long and just having our cortisol levels through the roof. That is what is leading to so many 
diseases, as I said, is the inflammation, mental health issues. It really stems a lot from um, prolonged exposure, like fight or flight state and a lot of cortisol levels. And so just like I kind of mentioned in the beginning of the episode, but um, this isn't going to be like a hormone episode just yet. We're going to get into that in future episodes, but I just want you to understand that this is really what is causing a lot of damage to your system and your adrenal glands and everything. So really important to not feel like you need to be filling your schedule all the time. So now that you've scheduled in self-care time in advance, there are so many amazing things that you can do during that time to really nurture yourself. And that can look so different for everyone. But some of my favorite go-to self-care tips here would be to go for a walk in nature or take a bath, light a candle, read a good book, whatever that looks like that you really enjoy. Maybe it could be the puzzle that I talked about earlier, that hobby that you really want to do. Um, but really for the love of God, please make sure that you are not on social media during this time. Okay. A lot of people kind of see their self-care time as like they're documenting it and they're really doing it for the gram or they're there just like kind of sitting and scrolling and then entering into a shame spiral. And that is just not going to be good for your mental health at all. And actually it's like telling your brain to not even shut off. Like you're just constantly feeding your a nervous system with the news or with whatever everyone else is doing. And that kind of really pulls us away from what success looks like for us, right? We get caught up in comparison. We get caught up in whatever she's doing with her life or however he's making money to be successful. And a lot of times it like pulls us away from our own mission, our own why, and what makes us happy. So please, please, please turn off social media during that time. And I would even encourage you if you're going through more of a tougher period to just close your apps, even if it's for just the weekend, for a month, for as long as you need, and um, take that time to really go inward. And uh, that's going to be a lot, much, much, much better for your nervous system in the long run. And you won't feel so overwhelmed or like you're not doing enough or that you're not worthy or that you need to be in hustle mode again, right? I think that that's a big, big mistake, especially that I was doing at the beginning of my self-care journey was thinking that like, for example, just sitting on the couch and scrolling and calling it self-care because I wasn't doing anything, quote unquote, that was relating to work. But that is such a big mistake. And once you can create those clear boundaries with your cell phone, then you can like, it's a really, really game changer when you are not scrolling and spending your life just kind of invested in other people's lives, if that makes sense. So my last tip for you now is to get the Cocoon self-care guide for free. It is a downloadable PDF. It's about 10 pages and in there it's broken down into three sections. So you're going to get empowering affirmations. You're going to get journaling prompts as well as self-care ideas for you. It's a really great idea. Basically, I designed and created it 
with the intention for those days when you're feeling really burnt out, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling anxious, overwhelmed, you feel like you have too many tabs open in your mind, right? I'm sure that you've felt this way one one way or another. And so this freebie, I want you to feel like consider it as a go-to resource for those days. So you, cause sometimes we kind of forget our tools. We just feel so like, oh my God, like lost in our thoughts. And like, there's no way out of that hole. And I just need to like shame spiral on the couch for five hours and binge watch Netflix and hope my problem's going to go away. <laughs> right? Sometimes that kind of happens. And so if you have this freebie, um, you can take a look and just kind of, it's like a go at your own pace. Just kind of like you open it up, feel intuitively, whatever feels best for you. Maybe that day you're going to need some empowering affirmations to make you feel better. And maybe some other days you're going to need just a journaling prompt to kind of see what it is that's bothering you, right? Because sometimes we don't even know what it is. We're just kind of in a crappy mood and we don't really know why we feel that way. So we need a journaling prompt to kind of get it out onto paper. And once it's out, we can either deal with it or it's kind of gone and we just feel much, much better because it's not ruminating in our minds anymore. So this is available for you to download for free, as I said, and you can get it at okakoon.com slash freebies, or you can get the link in the show notes. And it's really a great resource. I refer back to it very often. And so it allows you to get back into a state of like calm and stillness and just really help you to focus on um, feeling better about yourself. As an example of some journaling prompts that you'll find in there is, how can I bring more joy and peace into my life on a daily basis? Or even, uh, what is causing me to feel overwhelmed? And how can I delegate or postpone this for now? And so I would even encourage you to journal and reflect on these questions now if you feel called to, if that feels like it will make you feel better. Because if you did click on this episode, perhaps that you have been feeling burnt out, that you have been feeling overwhelmed, and you want to know how you can step out of hustle culture mentality and the rat race and bring more um, flow and ease into your life. So do take the time to journal on those. I think it could be really beneficial for you. If you do end up doing that, feel free to send me a DM if you want to maybe even chat about it. I'm very open to holding space for you as you go through your healing journey and we can uh, maybe talk a little bit more. So to sum up the three tips that I gave you in order to release the hustle culture mentality, number one, write down what success means for you specifically. Number two, allow more time in your schedule for play. Also find a hobby that you enjoy outside of work. And number three, make time for self-care in your schedule and advance as well. It's so, so important to really rest so that you're not constantly going and pushing and being on 24-7, 365. 
And then the bonus tip that I had for you was to get the self-care guide freebie. This is going to have really great ideas for you when you're in that state of overwhelm and stress and anxiety to help you get back into a state of calm and um, more taking care of yourself holistically. So Thank you for listening. That is it for this episode. If you did enjoy it, please do take the time to rate and review or screenshot it, share it with a friend. Any of those things will really help out greatly to get this content out there and reaching more and more people to really let go of the hustle culture mentality. So thank you for tuning in. I cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you for listening and for being here. If you like what you heard, it would mean so much for you to share this episode with a friend or take a screenshot and share to your socials. Then go ahead and tag us at Okakoon so we can keep this amazing conversation going. It has been such a pleasure to have you here. And until next time, take care.